This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a new special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is Blake or the Huts of America by Martin R. Delaney, which I read as part of Nisi Shaw's Crash Course in the History of Black Science Fiction. I will tell you more about that in just a moment, but before we do that, let's hear about today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. College student Blake and her girlfriend have one goal, join the exclusive sorority that promises connections to a network of trailblazing women of color. Now, Ella's acceptance is a sure thing. She's a daughter of a Serena Society alum. After all, Blake, on the other hand, lacks Ella's pedigree and her confidence. Luckily, though really unluckily, she finds courage at the bottom of a liquor bottle. When she drinks, she's bold and funny, and as pledging intensifies, so does Blake's drinking. Ella assures her that she's fine, partying hard is what it takes, but with her future on the line, Blake must decide how far she's willing to go to achieve glittering dreams of success. Now, just so you know, Jazz Hammonds is the 2023 winner of the critic Scott King John Steptoe Award for New Talent for We Deserve Monuments, and We Deserve Monuments was an Amazon Best Books of the Year and Barnes & Noble Best Books of the Year for 2023, so suffice to say, y'all should check this new one out. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. So as I mentioned, this book was originally recommended to me as part of Nisi Shaw's Crash Course in the History of Black Science Fiction, which is a reading list that she put together 
to educate people on the long and fascinating history of Black science fiction, which is not a new phenomenon, as we will see in talking about today's pick. Uh, but yeah, it's a fascinating reading list. I highly recommend checking it out. I'm going to leave a link to it in the show notes. And I confess that I haven't gotten as far in the reading list as I would like, but I'm working my way through it one book at a time. And since February is Black History Month, it seemed like an especially good time to mention it and to talk about this book, Blake or the Huts of America by Martin R. Delaney. It is fascinating, not least of which is because the author is such an interesting person. He was born free in what is now West Virginia in 1812 and received medical training. He trained as a physician's assistant and was among the first three black men admitted to Harvard, except that all were dismissed just weeks later because of white student protests. But still, uh, Delaney also helped publish North Star, an anti-slavery newspaper with Frederick Douglass, and was the first African-American field grade officer in the United States Army and served during the Civil War. So he is an incredibly interesting character uh, and also is oftentimes regarded as the father of black nationalism, which is very interesting. Definitely worth looking him up. And this book is... Oh, I don't even know how to talk about it. And it's it's really hard to recommend <laughs> for a lot of reasons, not least of which is that it was written, you know, the time period is written in there's a very specific style, right? We're thinking like, you know, it puts me in the mind of like Dickens or Victor Hugo or Alexander Dumas. It's very sort of long and it's dense prose. And there's lots of philosophizing and history and meandering asides. So it's not a straightforward linear narrative. It's not a straightforward prose style. And it's a really interesting book because, as you might expect it to be in a list like, you know, the the history of black science fiction, it's science fictional in that it imagines the possibility of a black utopian society that comes out of the ashes of slavery. So the hero is an educated black man who is sold into slavery in Louisiana, and his wife is sold to a new mistress, and that mistress takes uh, the her Harriet, I believe her name is, to Cuba. And so the hero is like... I'm not sticking around here. Why am I going to stick around? Uh, his name is Henry Holland, and he escapes and decides that eventually he's going to go after his wife. But first, he's going to travel around the South talking to slaves and working to plan a massive uprising. And so he takes us on this journey through slavery in America, dealing with, you know, overseers and having to have papers and uh, dodge patrols and then talking to all of these different slaves who are in different situations throughout the United States. And in talking to these enslaved persons, we see so many different facets of American history. And, you know, because this was written in the late 1800s, it is just such an amazing snapshot of the literature of that time and the thought of that time. And it's written with patois. There's various dialects for various characters, which I think adds a lot to the book, but also it does make it more difficult. I know some readers struggle with patois. It can be difficult. Um, but I think, you know, like all of these books, it teaches you how to read it as you go. Once you get into the rhythms of it, I think it really flows beautifully. 
And it is both, as you might expect, very heartbreaking, but also so hopeful. And especially knowing, you know, what we know about how all of this went down in actuality, seeing the viewpoint of somebody who was involved in fighting in the Civil War and, you know, saw all of this happening within his own lifetime, I think is just incredible. And so if you are a person who wants to learn more about the history of Black literature, if you want to learn more about the history of abolitionist thought in America, if you want to learn more about the roots of Black nationalism, or if you just want to read an amazing work that takes all of the pain and struggle of the enslavement of African Americans and looks to turn it into something that, you know, like I said, burns it down and then rises from the ashes into a Black utopia. This is an amazing read. My one frustration, which everybody who reads this book gets a frustration with, is that it's it feels unfinished. It never really, you don't find out what happens to the planned uprising in the end. But in another way, that's kind of amazing because, you know, you're open to imagining different possible futures that might have been. So in that sense, it is alternative history, which is a fascinating thing in so many ways. Ugh, this book is just fascinating. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to describe. But again, if you're looking for a challenge and you want to learn more about the history of Black literature and the Black experience in America, this is an amazing place to go for that. So again, that is Blake or the Huts of America by Martin R. Delaney. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can email us at getbooked at bookriot.com if you would like to submit a request for recommendations on the regular show, or maybe if you have hand sell ideas, we're always open to those. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts. We super appreciate when that happens. It helps other folks to find the show, and we love to see the feedback. You can find me online on Twitter. It's Jen IRL, Jen with two N's, IRL, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And Amanda, my co-host, is on there as I'm Amanda Nelson. And we'll talk to you next time. 